Hello ladies and gentlemen on YouTube. Uh, so we have both semi-finals finished now and um, full disclosure, I predicted Toby Spurs to win 3-2. I, um, you know, it was so hard for me personally, I can ad admit that, it was hard for me personally to, to get a clear assessment of uh, what I should expect coming into the matchup. It was uh, very, very tough because... The series between JDG and Suning, Suning was clearly better. They played mechanically better. And I think that was like the big difference maker. They played mechanically better and they drafted better. And um, Toby Sports, throughout their series against Fnatic, they attempt, it seemed like they, they figured themselves out, right? They, they ironed out, you know, the one, two uh, wrinkles, the game one, two wrinkles that they had. And they figured out how they wanted to approach the game. And uh, still, all of those mistakes were still relevant. Jack love eating in with Ezreal and, and so forth. These, these were still things that did, in fact, happen. And coming into this one, you know, JDG felt very out of place. Suning drafted better and the games turned into just skill checks. Skill checks after skill checks. And Suning loved to engage in those. And that's how I viewed Toby Sports 2. Toby Sports in the uh, journey of... How they beat Suning in the best of five regionally with the 3-0. Um, and then, of course, uh, how they won the finals and how they continued. Obviously, there are some changes in the meta. But by the time like the LPL finals were being played with the Nidalee and Graves and the Lilia, everything was already involved, right? It wasn't that big of a shift coming into the World Championship. So on my end, I was like, okay. Uh, you know, this is what I need to take my information from. This is how I evaluated Topis with the entire tournament. Uh, and, and that's it. But Suning have ramped up. They've improved. They've gotten better and better. And of course, a best of five that they played some time ago might bear some resemblance. Like, for example, the DRX Damon one. Then you can look at the first one and take a lot of information from it. But the first one, you know, in the first one, Jackie Love performed super, super well. They managed to shut down Bin. And Suning have just a story of a lot of growth. And uh, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's tough because for me, JDG and Top Esports underperformed based on what my expectations were. And uh, Suning, at the beginning of the tournament, I, I was calling them the dark horse. I, I saw performances from Ben that really, really left me astonished. It gave me like the shy vibes. I saw very good things from Han Fang. I saw SOFM being a magician. You know, this to me made Suning a dark horse. And they're fulfilling that prophecy of being a dark horse uh, throughout the tournament. They are doing uh, well. But today's series still leaves me with a lot of question marks because it was kind of strange. You know, my first inclination, I know a lot of people are watching these videos for the sake of, you know, just... You know, predictions, what's coming, what's happening in the finals, what are the predictions, da, 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 da. who was the Daddy Award, Why, who performed bad, who did bad. You know, my, my, my first inclination is that this is going to be uh, one-sided for Damon. That's my first inclination. But as we always do on this channel, I reserve the right to keep, you know, my prediction until a later time. Because I need to digest. You know, I watched it together with... Um, I watched the series together with uh, I Will Dominate. And doing it in a, in a co-view environment, it, uh, it is analysis mixed with a sense of entertainment, right? And also, you know, 
building a relationship with uh, with uh, whoever you're watching with. Like if I'm watching with Jizuke, it's it's a conversation between me and Jizuke. If I'm watching with our dominates, it's a conversation between me and Dom. And um, it isn't like 100% analysis focused, right? And um, what I'm trying to get at is I want time to digest it before I make a clear prediction. But here, now, right now, my gut feeling is like I'm heavily leaning towards Dom one. Heavily. So this series was strange. Because first game... First game... You know, looking at this draft... So first and foremost, you're banning Kindred, on Gra Kindred Graves on blue is, is very strange. Um, I guess the idea is that they wanted to force a Lee Sin situation, and then Castle is good against Lee, can play Lee, he understands Lee. Because... Um, Kindred Graves ban versus Nidalee ban. It's something that, of course, Casa plays too. They first pick Jin because Huan Fong looked very good on it. And uh, Lucian Syndra targeted at night. Understandable as well. Jin set Oriana against Lee Sin, Ezreal, Azir. I thought, you know, first three, this is looking good uh, for top esports. Leona gets banned. I think it makes a lot of sense to ban Leona on blue because it is, in most cases, the best fourth pick you can do. I think teams are beginning to realize that Leona is very, very powerful, and you can even look to pick it even earlier. You can look to pick it blind, and you'll be fine. In this case, you ban Leona, good target against Wardart. He picks up the Rakan, Bard is out, Thresh is out. Nautilus has fallen out of favor. Rakan is like kind of the new Nautilus, in a sense that um, Mercury is not super effective. Like, it's good against Rakan, it's good against Nautilus. It's probably the best boots. Of course, it's the best boots that you can buy against these guys. But... They have knockups, right? So that shifts the value a little bit in comparison to, for example, Leona that has like full Mercury, uh, you know, force. Like you buy Mercury against Leona and you're very, very happy. So the Pantheon gets locked in and I'm happy. And I thought here for sure uh, they're going to lo look to pick uh, Cannon. I thought Cannon was the choice here. You will need so a little bit of AP damage and you have a good damage to be good set. But they went for Jace. I was very surprised to see the Jace. Already you are very AD heavy, right? Very AD heavy. We have Set Jungle, Jin, Pantheon. Very, very AD heavy. So the Wukong is what shifts this draft completely, in my opinion. Not completely, but it shifts in Red Side's favor. Jace can win against Wukong early, but something goes wrong and all of a sudden you 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 don't want win any longer. This game, if you look at the matchups, Oriana, I think, against Azir, depends on jungle situation, depends on how much you can contest. Set level 2 gank is dangerous. Pantheon Jin should have prior against Ezreal Rakan. Set should be slightly stronger than Lee Sin. And then Jace should have prior against Wukong. And then due to Set, I think Oriana should be winning uh, the prior mid. And that's what happened this game. But they couldn't convert that into anything besides a couple of dragons. So this game, you know, once again, like when I was trying to uh, piece together the JDG and make the summary of JDG versus uh, Suning, it, there were so many occurrences in the game that really like threw the game back and forth, completely back and forth. Bin, I think this, like Bin to me was the MVP of this series. And like, I think 369 got completely manhandled by him. He got completely annihilated. And it started in this matchup. Wukong was even by the time he's 6, which shouldn't be the case, especially when you have uh, the set on your side and uh, the bounce timer was good. 
and then uh, Wukong uh, traded Flash for Flash. Uh, even though Karsa had prior everywhere, they didn't go for the second invade on, on Gromp, they didn't go for any uh, Raptor invades, they didn't really look to use the fact that they're pushing at all. Then you were pushing, but at the end of the day, the only thing that they got out of it was was double crabs. And that feels to be just not enough. So even though, you know, Wukong, Flash for Flash top, Jace uh, got it done. Uh, you know, he, he has no Flash. And then, of course, the lease in level 6 is coming. So the gank is going to be very straightforward. Wukong is going to have ult up again. It's going to be very easy to gank Jace. Burning Jace Flash is such a huge thing. Wukong has double gap closer. He can get close. He can ult. He can set up the lead. A thing that happened in this game that was a very big problem and it allowed, uh, you know, the blue side really to put this game in a position where they got a lot of dragons and eventually got to a soul point was there was a dive that Rakan and Ezreal wanted to do on Jin, and I believe they didn't see Pantheon get level 6 in the mid lane bush. He didn't get, he got 6 in, like out of, in like in Fog of War. And then they dove bot, boom, dove bot, and then Pantheon ult. Whoosh. Comes flying and lands right on the head of Rakan and Ezio, leading into a double kill for Jin. So even though Wukong, he got ahead, very good state. Jace is buying lethality against the team composition, is going to buy a lot of armor. Ezreal, Icebone Gauntlet, Lee Sin is going to buy Night's Vow. Rakan with the Zeke's Convergence. And then, of course, uh, Wukong naturally has a lot of armor. He's going to go Tabi Ninja. He's going to get, you know, let's dance. It is going to be very difficult. Very difficult for Jace to be useful at all. Azir even went so far to get a Zonia's Hourglass, which isn't like the greatest item here. I think Zeke's Hourglass probably could have been enough. But there was a choice he had to make at the time they were fighting the fourth dragon. So it was a big fire on the fourth dragon. Let's see if we can pull it up. I know a lot of people asked me to uh, pull up more of uh, uh, the content, meaning uh, pulling up more of uh, the fights that I'm referencing to. Let's let's give it a, let's take it for a spin. Yeah. Uh, let me just find Suning versus Top Esports. I know a lot of people wanted to see some of the some of the the action a little bit more in these videos. I think we have it. Let me just uh Boom. Give me one second, guys, for the people that are watching this in voice. This probably doesn't make any sense. Forgive me. All right, that's the wrong, wrong thing. Forgive me, forgive me. Piamato, just hire an editor, lul. Yeah, you're probably right.
So let me know guys in the chat. Is this is this size good enough? Is this size good enough? Production guys. Pog jump. Alright. So this this was this was soul point. And I was talking about Azir's uh, uh itemization. Maybe we can see it. It's actually it's just highlights. I didn't pull it out in the actual game. Uh here's soul point. SOFM was just better at smiting the entire uh, series, honestly. Here this team fight was was so so key. And Suning itemized in a way, but they knew this is going to be the, the big uh, decider. Casa went for a flash W into Smite. He was trying to get uh, cheeky here, but uh, OSFM, like Carsa just pre-smote and uh, SFM is just calm. He just cues it. <laughs> he just cues it. He doesn't even smite. He's like, what the fuck is this? I'm just going to cue it uh, to, to finish it off, which was pretty, like a pretty big ball and move in my opinion. And then here was the team fight where you could see the, like, like here, look at Carsa ulting the Wukong clone. And then on top of that, look at Pantheon's W. Like here, Jackie Love is very strong in the game, and Pantheon's W gets cancelled because he W's onto Wukong that's ulting. So that's terrible. And then Carter here is throwing a, throwing a freaking... What's it called? He's throwing a clone. And the clone just CCs him and 369. He delivers a clone to 369, to, so he gets knocked up. So it doesn't get a lot worse than that. And then Knight is trying to get away, but... Sword Art gets uh, a very nice engage because he just follows up. Well, honestly, here maybe Nike, uh, Sword Art could have E'd onto the Wukong first and then look for the W. But there he gets gets the spell and then boom, Knight is dead because he's in the back line. But Ben, due to the nature of him playing against the Jace, Jace was very, very poisonous in this game because he gave them a Wukong that is so good into this composition and on top of that, the Wukong was very strong. Because Bin just played better, he burnt the flash and so forth. Continuation. I'm trying to uh, remember. Because at this point, this was hex flash into kill. So, this is what I meant with just you know, things that are happening within the game that are just so hard to, to, to determine or to, to, to talk about or to even, you know, have in your senses. Because there's, there's a lot of back and forth due to just silly, silly mistakes. People getting caught. Like Quan Fung got caught. That denied the whole Nash. And then we have another soul point. SFM uh, locks it in and gets it. There we go. Another smite. One for SFM. And then here, Jackie Love actually threw it very hard. Jackilov went for the flash onto the Rakan. As you can see here, he flash autos the Rakan. And him having no flash just makes him into free kills. Just Ben flashes on him and then he dies. And Jackilov is most of the damage that needs to be thrown here. I also didn't like Knight's build too much. I think if you're landing on Leandri, Zonia and uh, your lost chapter item, it means that uh, something has gone horribly wrong. And then now with these, these situations being in the picture... All of a sudden, you know, the game is just over. The game is just over. Wukong's too strong. He's unkillable. And uh, the game was uh, was briefly after that finished. Just TP into mid and then boom. Does that make sense, guys? Do you want to want me to involve some video footage for you? Does that make sense? Or do you not like the video footage? 
let me know in, in the chat right now. Yes, as in you like it. I like video footage. Okay, let's uh, let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Uh, we scroll down and we continue with the second draft. Here, here, well, this game was another strange one because it was the reverse of the first game. So, uh, draft-wise, Caitlyn Ban was a bit of a bit sus. Not gonna lie. Uh, they ban Syndra, Lucian, to just keep Parma banning that against Knight. We don't mind that at all. Nidley Graves, Kindred's in the picture, so they blind pick Lee to get the Kindred out. Okay. Jin, Zoe, Kindred. I think they are then picking the Zoe because Zoe is good into, into the Kindred, so they're just uh, picking up the Zoe. Angel's also very good Zoe. We don't mind this. I think uh, first three, I think, makes uh, perfect sense from both sides. This time around, no ban uh, on the Leona. I didn't understand the Pantheon ban. Uh, the Pantheon ban was very strange to me. I was very surprised that Ben picked Orn. <laughs> uh, this is not the type of champion that he usually plays. He doesn't like the Orn, and he went for the Orn. It was a very big surprise. I think it was a surprise to everyone. Uh, it gives Gangplank a lot of value. Draft-wise, the fact that Sooning have, uh, you know... A lot of tools to 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 fight early on in the game. Ezreal, Gangplank, Oriana, very reliant on uh, key item timings to be uh, very strong. You know, the key strength here for Top Esports is the fact that uh, Lee Sin, Oriana should be stronger 2v2 into Kindred Zoe. Especially at 6. It's, it's so much easier to find burst potential. And uh, Kindred is going to have a hard time face-checking. Uh, Ali ever in the river. So yeah, definitely, you know, this looks like something Topis was are, are used to. You know, Topis was, I praise them a lot for the 2v2 mids and then Oriana Leeson. You know, it's uh, it's it's good stuff, right? It's good stuff. Now I'm trying to remember what happened in this game, but this game is 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 very foggy to me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to remember what happened in this game. Let me ponder on this for a little, a little while. I just watched it. I just watched the game. Hmm. I just watched the damn game. I remember the start was quite terrible. The start was quite terrible. Uh, Top Esports tried to set up a play on Borom, and then Jackie Love like, kind of ran it down. Like he just entered the portal. He entered the portal, and um, it was a disaster. Should we just pull up the highlights again? Is that what we're doing on this channel? We just pull up highlights and we review highlights? Is that the summary? Fuck it. Let's do it. <coughs> I have the moment right here as well. <laughs> so the moment in the game this happened I was like wow this is a disaster because they had a good start they already burned Huang Feng's cleanse and also the exhaust already and Yuyanja has flash and I've noticed something with both of these teams that uh, the wave management is very barbaric very barbaric wave management 
In this game, like if, if Toby Sports recognize the Sunni is pushing and they allow the enemy to push into them, they can play around the fact that they have a very, very, you know, powerful Leona flash all in onto the potential bard and they can go for it. Or they can go uh, flash all in on Huang Fong, which is probably better in this case because he doesn't have cleanse and bard is running, uh, of course, uh, bone plating. But anyhow, this is what I meant. Jackie Love just enters the portal, man. I don't know what the hell happened here. This is very, very troll, and it forces uh, Jackie Love summoners. Tobias was trying to save him. SFM is already coming around the corner. Angel TPs, and this is very awkward for Knight. He, like, what is he supposed to actually uh, do here? And this changes the state of bottling completely, right? Because Quan Fong still has the flash. Uh, bottom loses all of the summoners. And when you're playing, you, if you're the one playing the all in lane, your summoners are very, very important. First Dragon, as I mentioned, they're playing for Soul Point. Here, uh, the game shifted a lot because Angel actually burned Flash. Angel burned Flash, and you can see how he was playing so, so scared and defensive. Even though he's playing Zoe into Oriana, he need to play kind of aggressive to, to get the most out of the matchup. He has lost chapter over the tier of the Goddess, so he has better items. But he's afraid of getting snapped. Oriana has Flash, Leeson has Flash. It's very easy for him to, to get pressured. So this secures uh, Top Esports' uh, uh, Herald here. Here, uh, naturally, you want to make sure uh, the way you use your Herald, this is something that I had a beef with, because the next replay we're going to see something uh, really egregious. When you're playing Le uh, the, the Herald game against Sooning, like already now, Bard is level 5, right? So the idea is that you want to make sure that you get that money uh, uh, from the platings without the interaction of Bard, because Bard is very good at denying Rift Herald. We've seen this interaction so many times. On this channel and on different channels too. So here they get the Herald, we spoke about it. Boom, now Herald is active. And before this, during this time, there was a big, big dance about uh, like Bard trying to just match the movement on Lee. And coming into this dragon, I thought they would go so far as to trade the top turret for the dragon, which is a completely reasonable trade. Uh, as you can see, Bard is coming from topside because you just came from from top because he was defending the potential Rift Herald on top. But the issue here is uh, it got a little bit messy. Uh, here, Casa is trying to commit and they couldn't find the Watcher on so SOFM. So this is just a disaster altogether. Especially here, like Zoe is not showing on the mid wave. Like here, Zoe is not showing on the mid wave. Uh, Oriana is on mid. Uh, uh, this is just Top Esports being so uncoordinated and they're looking for the one-shot on SOFM. But uh, the mistake here is that Yuyanja, like Yuyanja needs to Q, not E. He needs to look to Q the Kindred. He needs to chain CC him if they want to go for the one-shot. They have the GP ult. There is some potential to go for the one-shot. But here, because he E's uh, and uh, the, the Kindred is mid-air, he gets over the wall. And he can't queue right away, and uh, boom, uh, the old lands, and he survives. And then here, look at the duration that uh, K this Lee has left on the Rift Herald. This is close to nothing. Close to nothing. And him dying here means that there's no Rift Herald, which is so tragic. <laughs> it's very tragic. It's a straight-up disaster. Sooning also securing the Infernal Drake. As I mentioned, I wanted to see a trade top tower for the Infernal Drake. Would have been a lot better. This was pretty clever from Top Esports. I'll, I'll give him that. It was pretty clever. And Suning reacted uh, beautifully. Suning 
uh, right away uh, just make the decision that they get out and all things considered when you are in this position it might look bad that angel is dying but look at Orn pushing bottom and another key piece about this is the fact that the minions are also taken on top so there's no counterplay here toby's bots commit and and chill in the bush but they're losing mid minions they're losing bottom minions and this is net gain for suning very very good for suning so this is something that they can be very very happy about this is good for them 369 also uses tp and for the next one bin is going to have a tp advantage Here it was very strange because Casa was eating almost every spell. Because Sword Art made the mistake by overstepping and face checking Yuanja, Yuanja position good. They snap him, but Casa is just eating every Zoe Q. Like look at him. He's just eating every Zoe Q. He just he just he just straight up died. He didn't do anything in this fight. He would have done better by just being far away. And it was so, so strange. They punished the first mistake, and then they could have, you know, had some fighting chances in this one. But then it just ended up uh, quite terrible. Another thing is, coming into this Drake fight, I wouldn't want to take it if I'm top esports. Looking at the unfinished items of Ezreal and Oriana, the big hurdle that you need to overcome is Bin. Like Ben is just upgraded on two own items. He's not going to be killable. Another thing in terms of itemization is this is a very, very good spot for the Yumu's Wraithblade. Uh, this was something that I will dominate shit with me, and I, I think it makes perfect sense. You go for the Yumu's Wraithblade here, it's going to be way better than this item because this was a massive Boris game for Suning. Like Bo they, Boris was really, really running rampant uh, on, on, on Suning in this one. Also, it's a good Leandri's game, considering enemy has Jin and Zoe uh, and Kindred. Uh, Leandri on GP is going to be uh, very strong. But uh, LPL uh, players are not, uh, uh, not uh, looking to do uh, any Leandri magic. So for those who watched the IO Dominate stream, um, this was the first time I felt like Casa did something useful this game, uh, besides taking the Rift Herald. This was huge. This was huge. Considering this man is not going to have uh, summoners for the upcoming Drake fight, which, which is the sole point, there was no reason at all for them to uh, have any risk involved in, in this portion of the game. Here, Ornold is used. They look to just clear the minions. Uh, probably going to have uh, Ornold op open uh, in time for the dragon, so it should be okay. You see his Ornold is on cooldown and he's using it. But the key thing is, due to all of these things happening, the position on the map is just going to be superior for Toby Sports. This is where items got even worse. So you, you see the Luden's Echo upgrade on, on uh, the, the Zoe, which isn't completely terrible. I think, you know, after talking to Jizuki about it, the mana feels like the mana is not bad. Like, it's not completely useless to have the mana. Obviously, Deathcap is better in terms of raw damage, but the mana is not terrible. Like, it's not egregious uh, to to uh, to upgrade Luna's Echo. At least it's not as egregious as uh, the Morello uh, purchase here. I'm not sure what the Morello purchase was for. Uh, here, you just want to Luden's into 
you just want to get your death cap going right as soon as possible and then kindred should have received the first upgrade because i think she should have gone for wraithblade and then you get the ie on Jin, and then by the time you finish your death cap it's going to be okay it's going to be okay but here even kindred is going for next item rapid fire with her choices uh, which also of course makes it worse no solarion orn is also a problem but the position from before is uh, you know the biggest issue here was very strange i don't know what yuyanja was really uh, smoking here he just sees that sofm marked him and he wants to fight back maybe like he has no business being here at all uh, the position was already good he can just walk away no problem at all and then yuyanja survives uh, at the cost of his flash here uh, for those who didn't watch the game guess what happens next This is this is a fun exercise, honestly, very fun, <laughs> a very very fun exercise. So uh, you don't need to pause the video, but but here, if if you top esports, in my eyes, after the Oriana ult, which is pretty huge, you can easily look to go do Nash. Like you take the Oriana ult, Kindred is out, everyone's low HP, you can look to pressure Nash. Uh, Lee Sin's not going to take a lot of damage, W. But then uh, what happens here is Jackie Love decides to join the fray. And Ben is so shocked. Like It's like, sure, the E the E in, in the first place was quite greedy because I thought Ben would just maybe E him. But of course, the team is right behind the wall. And then he flashes to even double commit. So this was mad. I was hoping he's supposed to get the, 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 the Drake and the, the itemization choices of Swooning are uh, terrible. It's terrible. This was uh, bad from Angel. Very, very bad from Angel. It's easy for uh, for uh, them to line up, and uh, he just gets snapped. Okay. Yeah, after the kick uh, for Karsa, like Karsa had a very strange series, I think, from uh, the perspective of, uh, you know, how how I expected him to play. Uh, I, I think in a lot of these games, he was non-existent. This one, after the Huang Fong kick happened, then I think he began to, to appear. I think also Knight was trying his best to carry the series. I think all of his teammates were heavily underperforming. Yeah, th th these things are things that happen too. There's no explanation here at all. They have no reason to hover into bottom side. They can just they, they like like here. Tobias was need to hover into top side. Like GPU is crashing away. They have Nash. There's no reason for them to even enter this space. The Sunning are so obviously trapping here. They have vision on top side. Look where Knight is positioned, and they're face checking into this space. That's why I'm so confused and shocked because there, there are so many glaring like troll decisions that happened. That it's so hard to judge. You know, it was a very, very dirty semifinals. But at the same time, the only team that hasn't been doing egregious moves like this is um, is just uh, Damon, I guess, at the end of the day. And maybe like Team Liquid. 
Like Team Liquid also didn't do any egregious moves like this. They just had a hard time like getting ahead because uh, they don't have like the strongest uh, laners. But Team Liquid, at least when they get a winning position, they they stuck with it. I know a lot of KKWs in the chat, but I want to give credit where it's due, you know. And that's a that's a finish. <clears throat> Here, the game game finishing uh, moment. I think. Um, it is very tricky for Suning to really make a decision because at this point I mentioned at the beginning in terms of the draft like the key points have been reached for everyone. Ezreal is super strong, Oriana is very strong, GP is also turbo strong like he's uh, you know working with that 95% uh, crit chance. So all the, all of those key breakpoints have been reached and the item breakpoints like like Orn is not so relevant. <laughs> Like, Orn scaling is not so relevant in this game because, like, Kindred, like Kindred's items, if you look at them right there, they, they are, like, he's going for Stormraiser next. It's mad. There's no death cap on Zoe. Like, at the moment, the moment she bought Loon's Echo and Morello, she committed to not having a good build for the rest of the game. And the Dai, alright, we don't complain about Hong Fong's build. That's cool. But... Uh, at this point, OP sports have Giga outscaled the enemy. And Nash is very easy for them to start, and SFM is just trying to, to win some space here because there's no blue trinket. Well, there's one blue trinket, actually, as I see it. There is actually one blue trinket. So SFM could have definitely played a, li a little bit slower here. There's no blue trinket, and SFM just gets killed, which means that uh, with that, the game is over. Okay. I thought there was no blue trinket, so I was trying to defend our uh, the boy SOFM, but it turns out there is a blue trinket, so he was just taking unnecessary risk. But even then, let's say they use one blue trinket, it gets killed, they need to find space somehow, but I would probably face check with the Orn instead of the Kindred, it's probably a wiser choice. Anyhow, uh, that was game two. Very strange game, very strange game. Started off terribly for Top Esports, and they bounced back. And um, it all started with that uh, huge kick on Huang Fong, I think. That gave them the better position for the Drake. And then, uh, after a couple of fights, uh, Top Esports' composition just came online. But I think this was a game that Suning threw. I think Suning was winning in this game. I think they threw with poor itemization and also with just playing unnecessarily risky as Huang Feng did in the mid. So this is like this series could have been a 3-0. But Tobis was also through games, so I don't know how to really, you know, judge that. We continue. Draft. This game was a rough one. I was surprised that, uh, that, that people had the idea that uh, Knight deserved the Daddy Award. I think the previous game, the Oriana game, he played really good. 
I think this game as well on the Echo, he also played really good. But it was a tragedy of a draft. So you have the Camille, Kindred Graves, Nidley Ban. They went for the Leeson first, first pick. All right. Uh, Ezreal Oriana. Uh, after the first two games, both sides realized that Ezreal is the winner, not Jin. Uh, sure. Caitlin Lux. Okay. We like Caitlin Lux for, of course, um, uh, Top Esports. You know, they, they, are, they, they played this lane against Suning and won really hard. And then Leona gets locked in. I like that Leona gets the pr priority she deserves, you know. Because definitely Leona is strong enough for you to look to lock it in uh, one, two, three. That's what, like, what is the counter to Leona? There's no champions that are going to do good into it, right? The criminal part about this is the continuation. So you have Lux, Caitlyn already. So that, that, can be, that can be your composition. Right? Caitlyn Lux can define your composition already. And uh, you can do something where you maybe have a top lane matchup that you can sack and you're fine with. You maybe pick the Scion here on 5 and then you go for Zoe. And then you have a very, very, very nice composition that revolves around the Caitlyn Lux. You play for them. Uh, but instead, it is a complete 180. I think this is probably one of the worst spots ever to pick Echo. Shen is good into Echo. You know, blocking autos is relevant. You can block the E damage, blocking autos is relevant. And at the same time, the shield into taunt is something that is terrible for Echo to deal with. Uh, it, it is just an extra layer that you need to get through as a champion. And that is just part one. Leona is also good into Echo. Oriana Ezreal. Like, the matchup Oriana against Echo is, is, is decent for Oriana. It's not something that is so one-sided. Sure, you're the one with Lee Sin and, uh, uh, and, and that is going to help you because that's the nature of, of Lee Sin, of course, and it can help you a lot in terms of the 2v2 pressure. But playing Echo against Ezreal, anything that forces you to buy Void Staff to be useful is terrible. Is really, really terrible. And uh, ever since Death Dance came into the picture for uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Blue, uh, Ezreal, Echo has just fallen off in terms of uh, uh, priority in situations against uh, an Ezreal. So that was very, very egregious. This draft is very ugly. I think this, this draft gets the prize of the worst draft of the day. And then finally, Jax gets locked in. Jax together with Chen works and, um, you know, playing Echo against Jax is another champion that Echo is just terrible against, you know, Jax is good against Echo. So we have five champions that, that function very well against Echo, but Knight played good this game. Knight managed to get ahead against the Oriana, which is already a miracle on its own, and he managed to get ahead. The big problem this game, I hope they have it in the highlight reel. Please tell me they have it in the highlights. Uh, otherwise, we're going to just open up the game and look for it uh, on our own. Uh, look at this. So yeah, already, the, the, the state of top lane is terrible. Why on earth does 369 not have a potion? The observers didn't do it any justice. But Bin managed to trade well with him. I felt like this series 369 hard choked. Like he played 
very very bad anyhow already Renekton no potion uh, no potion uh, Bin is hard trading with him and Karsa after stealing the enemy red is trying to level 2 gank top but the wave is too big already the wave is too big 369 is too low HP there's nothing for you here there's nothing for you here and then it pans to uh, the bottom fight which is also incredible that uh, that Jackie Love somehow like to, Toby Eastwood somehow managed to lose such an all-in I don't see how it starts. It looks like a max range. Like like here, all that Yuyanja needs to do is he needs to walk forward, he needs to block the cues. Jackilov can cleanse right away and they're going to burn Sword Art Flash. But uh, they just played it, they misplayed pretty damn hard. And now you have the situation is honestly we just bring up the replay, fuck this. Suning versus Top Esports game three. Because it's so important. It honestly decides the whole game. It, it decides the whole game, uh, the sequence that happened early on. So we have the trading. Renekton is winning, you know, Renekton is winning this matchup. He should just poke with Q early on. He can look to, he just needs to make sure that Bin doesn't get too much value out of his E. Uh, Jax, similar to Renekton, needs to hit the wave to get his stack, uh, stacks up. Renekton should just look to uh, sack the first wave, and then on bounce he's going to win super hard when he has three three spells. He has two dashes, he's going to poke, he wants to do short trades. All is good and dandy, right? But he loses all of his HP from le on level 1 and 2. It's, it's really, really a disaster. And Bin is allowed to juggle his passive stack perfect, he's allowed to juggle his conqueror stack perfect, and he's getting a lot of value out of corrupting potions. So 369 egregiously uh, managed this, this wave. Casa goes for the level 2 gank, and then SFM is already 3, because he 3 cl cleared on bottom. Casa is going for the invade, and then here Casa just uh, smites uh, the Grom for HP, which was probably uh, too preemptive. And then... The reason I'm praising Knight is because he's having prior against Angel and he's impacting the top situation. And then this is already game over. Like Karsa, level 2 ganking top. Renekton also, uh, you know, playing for top side. This is game finished. Game finished. Not even joking. Game finished. Game is finished. Renekton will never win against Jax again. And uh, Shen is ahead. Lee is behind. Everything is a disaster. Comp-wise, also, red side just looks a lot better. What do you realistically want to do with top esports? You want to team fight against this? You can't. You want to split against Shen and Jax? You can't. Sooning with a very, very nice draft here into the very, very terrible draft. They should have hard committed to the idea of a siege composition. Really. The next problem that occurred in this game, and uh, I was very critical of this uh, on the, on I Will Dominate stream, is the fact that uh, Suning made this game uh, stall out for such a long time. Like, Suning did showcase some nerves. Like, sure, you could argue that they were very winning and they had no reason to to press their advantage, but there was they're they already, at this point in the game, ahead by more than 5,000 gold. 
that is 13 minutes in, there should be a complete GG. But Knight found uh, some kills, he stayed relevant in the game. I think Knight did his absolute best to try to carry this game, but his champion was just not right for it. His champion was not right to carry this game because you could just match Jax against Echo and there would be a massive, massive problem in terms of uh, how uh, they uh, they close out the game or even gain any type of traction within the game. Knight really, really put on a good performance, I think, in this game. I think his game four was bad, but I don't think... Uh, I think people are heavily exaggerating when they are saying that Knight deserves the Dadi Award. Like, if anyone, I think, like, 369... 369 was probably the worst performer on the day, and then Jackie Love, uh, you know, considering the expectations, was very, very disappointing too. So the key thing that Ben did, like after Renekton is 2-0 down, and afterwards Jax gets the rift out of the tower, the only thing that Jax needs to do is, he can, he can even maintain a freeze, he can, he can build waves, he, 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 but what he was doing, he was playing the thing that has been so neatly coined by LS. He just kept pushing waves, ping-ponging waves, and Renekton was farming and somehow stayed relevant when he should have been put in the coffin. And um, these are the details where I feel like Damwon going to be so much better. I think uh, uh, Damwon are much better at assessing their game state and really taking, uh, you know, uh, the winning decisions uh, while this game dragged out for, for way too long. Way too long, in my opinion. Here, Casa runs it down. What on earth was this? Like this is an, this is a Jax with two hundred armor, two hundred MR. I'm exaggerating, but somewhere there, maybe three hundred armor actually. And he just went for it and and suicided. It was is very rough. And here, you Yanja, I don't know what he's saving his flash for. It's also weird that he didn't buy redemption. It was very very silly to me. I think Spirit Visage was a very troll buy as well for SOFM. Uh, I don't know why he went for it against one AP. And um, Sooning now with uh, the Ocean Soul game is just uh, giga lost. People are asking how you want to snowball this adventure with Jax. Unless you're actually hitting the tower and uh, diving the Renekton, there's no reason for you to actually you know, push in the wave uh, at all times. You can slow push, you can make Renekton lose a lot, you can look to freeze, you can play around your TP more, uh, you can go around the uh, corners and look to uh, pressure into the jungle without, you know, having the minions to escort you. But yeah, this game just came down to that uh, situation in topside. The raft was also really terrible. And, and this is where things started to look very, very grim for top esports. It didn't look uh, like they had any chance of... Uh, uh, recovery, in my opinion, this was this was terrible, very bad. Whew. Got spirit massage for the ocean soul. Wow, big brain. <laughs> spirit massage ocean soul. Yes, yes, yes. Smart guys. But yeah, I, I still think Knight played very good. 369, Karsa, Jackie Love, very, very bad. Game 4 only? Sure. Game 4, game four Knight was uh, very, very bad. I'm with you on that, guys. But 
I think it's very extreme to say that uh, Knight was like super bad. Because this game, he literally tried to 1v9. I think the biggest gap was in top. Then the second biggest gap was in support. Third biggest in AD. And uh, the, f the fourth biggest in jungle. And then the fifth biggest in mid. Like, and I don't even think there was a gap in mid. Really. I really tried. Like, he had some dirty enters on his team today, guys. Really, really dirty enters. And it's, it's not even about defending my lists or anything, really. I, I couldn't care less about it. Like, I, I put Jackie Love super high, and look how he played today, right? I just want to put that, put that out there. All right. Game number four. Oh, this looked like a good draft for Toby Esports. I thought that this Akali pick came with some risk. Uh, the Leona prior, I loved it. I think you needed to begin to look to maybe ban Leona 1, 2, 3. I think uh, Azir ban is kind of uncalled for. I don't think he was that relevant in the victory they had in the previous game. Uh, Ezreal gets first picked and then Oriana Graves. Ezreal is such a neat champion because he's always good. Like, he's always good. Like, how do you counter Ezreal, right? How the fuck do you counter Ezreal? Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe you need to pick Samira. You can W his spells. It's just that Ezreal is good in every team composition. It's, it's, it's good. I thought... I thought also here, I thought the plan was for them to pick Kaiser here. I was calling it on our Dominate stream. I thought, I thought you just pick Kaiser here. I was very, very shocked by Suning's draft. Um, let me tell you that much. Uh, Akali into Oriana Graves' Orn, I think, can be tricky to execute. Uh, here, uh, the, the fact that they have Leona, I think, uh, becomes problematic because usually you would love to have like a Lulu on your team in such a position. Uh, and then uh, coming into 4-5, um, I was surprised that there is no Kindred ban. I thought they are going to ban Kindred, but they just banned uh, straight up Shen. And uh, here, I think at this point, Ben is just being very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Like... Uh, <laughs> just picking Jackson to Orn is, is not is not that great. It honestly isn't that great. But he was just uh, so much better uh, than 369 in this series that it just didn't matter. It really didn't matter. Anyway, I thought they would go for Kaiser here on, on this pick. It's hard to play Kaiser against Leona. I'll give you that, but... I thought maybe Kaiser. Imagine they have Kaiser here and then they have Trash. Kaiser Trash would have been so fucking nuts, I think. Uh, go for IG Kaiser, Jackie Love Skin, and then uh, you have an AD carry that can actually do well into Akali. And I think it would have been uh, much better. Yu Yanja, I associate him with Trash, but they went for the Ash Tom. This just seemed like a coach decision, uh, less so than like a player decision, because this. This seems to me like a good spot for Kaiser. 
Obviously, Kaiser is not super, super meta, but if you have Kaiser Thresh, I think, good here. Anyhow, uh, Ash gets locked in, Jax Jarvan. He's picking Jarvan for the sole purpose of trapping, of course, uh, Ash and Oriana. But I think that, like, unless it's SOFM, I, I, I would completely disagree with this always. Like, playing Jarvan against Graves is, is very, very difficult. Graves matches you at every nook and corner, and you're going to be losing in every 2v2, every 3v3. The only way Jarvan gets ahead is if he ganks and gets a couple of kills, and then he ganks again and gets a couple of kills. That's the only way. Like, like Jarvan needs the enemy to make mistakes for it to work. He needs to level 2 gank, he needs to level 3 gank, he needs to gain value, because the man has a hard time clearing jungle, doesn't scale well, and can't fight Graves at any point in the game. Man has phase rush. This is, I think it's only working because of how good SOFM is. He got some sick-ass ults. I give him that, you know. He got some sick-ass ults in, in this game. And I'm sure uh, we're going to have them in uh, the highlight reel, for sure. We're going to have it in the highlight reel. But, but mate, it's not that great of a pick. It really isn't. But the story of Sooning is that they are just drafting comfort. And uh, in a world where mechanics matter so much in the LPL to LPL matchups, it's uh, it's working. They have full comfort and it's working and they're just outplaying the enemy. And uh, there is an element uh, to that that has been working for them against top esports and JDG. They, they look comfortable on these champions. And I think that matters too. It's not something tangible. But I think it's something worth mentioning. So Jaxi is picked, Jarvan. This is looking like a, a decent draft for top esports. I think bottom matchup is playable. Uh, top matchup, I think Orn is favored. Uh, and then uh, Grace Oriana uh, 2v2 should be much stronger. Much, much stronger 2v2 mid. But, like all of the other games, uh, I think uh, Soros' smile here is uh, definitely, you know, suiting uh, the situation. So we, we, I mentioned to you guys how important it is for uh, Jarvan to get early kills. So, so you are playing Ash. You get E level two. So, so, so if I'm if I'm Ash in this game, how how I would approach it is. We use our ward level 1 to make sure we don't get level 2 ganked, right? And then we use E to spot the Jarvan, and then we will make sure that we stay safe. We make sure that we don't put Jarvan in any position to cause any harm or damage, because Graves is naturally going to outscale. We're going to naturally be in a winning position if we allow Graves to just full clear once. That's like the big window for Jarvan. What happens? Tobias was aggressively pushing, aggressively trading, and here we go. Here we go. And then here, uh, Jackie Love refuses to flash. I'm not sure why. Not sure why Jackie Love refuses to flash. 
and then here what's Yuyanja doing here guys so I understand Kasa is trying to get the, the one for one he's trying to get the kill and then see how the fight progresses but what on earth is Yuyanja doing here look at Yuyanja look at him where's he going what, what, what are they doing and then this is so bad for the mid matchup like here, I think this happened and Knight just went mental boom. <laughs> is 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 my uh, my thinking. I think he tried to W Casa. My friends, he doesn't have W skilled. Let that be known. That uh, this Tomkench I'm pretty sure this Tomkench is aware of the fact that uh, he has E skilled because he presses it here. And then I think he's pretty aware of the fact that he has Q skilled because he uses it over here. Man's got no eat. And then this is terrible for Knight. You burn your flash and your TP and you gain nothing out of it. You're not going to have flash on Akali 6 and she has flash. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. And Yuyanja goes back here to just uh, give the enemy another kill. Uh, and uh, thank you very much, Akali101. The strange thing that I wanted to point out here is Ezreal bases on 201 and goes for Tear and. Uh, goes for Tear and Sapphire Crystal. I think here you go for the pickaxe and you do your best to really kick the, the, the shit in of enemy bot lane here. I don't like the purchase. Because the game should have been really losing. Top esports were allowed to recover quite a bit. Like this, this is huge. They managed to get the kill, and then they are trying to chase after Sword Art. But the eat is just troll. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand Yuanja eat here. Yuanja eats him, and he saves Sword Art, because that's what happens. He's like, "What the fuck? Why did you eat me, bro? He's dead." Which <laughs> is hilarious. I don't think tier is better here, guys. Like, uh, the lane advantage is so, so huge on bot. And I think the moment you go tier, uh, you give the enemy uh, time to recover. And I think here, if you play with your Jarvan, Leona, Ezreal, you create a wave state where the, the, the wave bounces into you. Sheen could have been a buy. Yeah, Sheen could have been a buy, for sure. Sheen was, is fine. This dive, looking for to go for this dive is unrealistic. I think, uh, you know, I give Suning a break in the fact that uh, it did come across as if he had uh, a bit of nerves, you know? They could smell the victory against top esports and, and some nerves were, were showing up uh, just a little bit because this game was uh, all over the place. 
Here was also strange uh, at how Knight just refuses to flash. I didn't understand this. Uh, he just refused to flash the Leona ultimate. Very good Rome of Sword Art. Um, there it lands. And then Yuanja with the Eat. And then the Stopwatch. At least like Stopwatch some, some damage. Maybe Stopwatch the Leona ultimate. And then you can wait and buy time for the Tom Eat. Like I think this was definitely outplayable uh, for uh, Top Esports. Like, like Knight could have definitely outplayed this. And on the notion of Knight playing bad in this game, I agree with you. This was a very, very bad game from him. And now, uh, all things considered, the game state looks fine. Like, Orn is in decent shape, uh, Jackie Love recovered, and Graves is in good shape, and they have two dragons. Like here, if you put money, if you remove name tags and you put money on the team here, I think it isn't completely unreasonable to expect that Top Esports is in a winning position here. I don't think it's completely unreasonable at all. To be fair, though, uh, considering it's Cloud Drake and Cloud Soul, that Cloud Soul, even if they get it, is not going to decide the game. It really, really doesn't decide the game. Because what are you going to do with Cloud Soul on like, the likes of... You know, the Cloud Soul is just not that great. It really isn't. This fight on stream, it froze for me. So that was very strange. Here it froze. Oh, it freezes in the highlights too. Great. <laughs> it's frozen in the highlights as well. Yo, they don't show us a replay? Yo. Yeah, yeah I know there was a replay. Let's just open, uh, open this one. So what I liked about this was just um, uh, Ben's positioning is super, super good. And um, the reason I mentioned before that Kaiser is so important here, because like, like sure, Ash gives you, you know, space uh, to play around something early. And the Ashy is super strong and the arrow is good too. But the enemy is so mobile. And uh, it is so difficult to deal with the likes of a Jax, Ash, like Jax, Akali, Jarvan. And that's so, so, so important. Oh, yeah. Let me just, I think the replay is shown here. All right, here we go. Here we go with the replay. Bin's position is so clutch here. Bin's position is very, very good. Karsa is not fighting with his team. I think is a bit of a problem. Like Karsa, I think Karsa should begin to enter here, like the space here. I don't know if you see my mouse cursor. I think it needs to begin to enter the space here. It's very important.
I don't know what happens to Jackie Love. Oh no, I I actually didn't realize how bad this fight was. This fight was so terrible. So first, EQ lands. EQ lands on Ash. And then Tom eats Oriana. Tom eats Oriana. And then Jax is just walking in and picking up a free kill on Ash. And Ash has flash. Holy Topizos played this terribly. Oriana ult didn't land on anything. The Oriana ulted, and uh, I think the only one that actually had some sense here was 369 and Carso. A lot of things went terrible there. And now the same thing. Uh, like, if, if you think about after this fight, like, when is Topis was actually stronger? Uh, and what is the big spikes for them? It's the death cap timers. It's also like at this point, Ash is not going to be able to carry. It's it's such a sad position because, in my opinion, you know, top esports composition is strong because they should be able to fight around dragons and for soul more, right? And this fight was the point in time where I think they could have executed a lot better. But even in a world, let's say, let's pretend they get soul, that won't decide the game. It has to be around the Elder Dragon, right? And uh, they just want to find situations where the enemy team is grouped. But those situations never occurred because Suning were allowed to uh, tear uh, Topis was apart uh, through the sheer force of just splitting. Here as well, I thought that Topis puts were going to secure Nash and be completely winning. Uh, all things considered, look at SOFM's HP. I thought this was uh, super, super winning. I think they have nothing to be really afraid about. Like here, they should just look for the finish. I don't know why they don't go for the finish. The enemy are only melee champions, right? They are not contesting at all. They need to enter this space to contest. Here where I'm hovering with the cursor, right? Like, obviously, Cloud Soul is better to have than to not have a soul, but I don't think it's enough to, like, be uh, game-changing. There is no spite on SFM, and I believe they saw it. Look, he used Smite on the Nash to heal, guys. He used... He used uh... But if you're pressuring this Nash as well, you should be confident enough to, to look to burst it. You can outburst the Jarvan. It is not a 50-50. Like, if Graves is hitting it, I think it's not a 50-50, guys. It's one level advantage. He has Q. He can easily look to burst it. They also saw the Smite. It just that here they are turning way too early. Like, why are they turning already? Jax is not really contesting the space. This is a Nash situation. 
I thought here as well, uh, considering there's no eat. Like here, the E lands. I thought here they can actually just win the game. But uh, it is very risky. Like if Jackie Love decides to use his flash for the first time in the game, it can get risky. Uh, Imaro, it sounds like you don't think Suning deserve to win this series. What are you talking about? That's a very weird assessment to make. Suning is much better. M played much, much better. I don't know how, how you can say that. <laughs> it's a very, very strange assessment to make. I, I don't know how you can reach... Uh, I'm, I'm pointing out misplays left and right. I just don't think it was like a great series in terms of gameplay. I think there was a lot of individual skill, individual moments, a lot of individual great moments, but that was also paired with a lot of individual poor moments. I think individually Suning showed that they are much better. I think it was like such a big gap in 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 their uh, in in their in their play. No, the right call for sure was to to look to finish Nashville. There's a problem now, uh, like in a lot of cases, split pushing is not so relevant in terms of like being able to win games in terms of split pushing. But now the game has been extended for so long that it becomes more and more relevant. And Knight is not finishing any item to upgrade, uh, which makes him significantly weaker. He's going for Void Staff now instead of committing to try to get uh, the, the Death Cap, because I think that's a big breakpoint for him. He goes for the Void Staff because there is a lot of MR369 uh, not catching it. So if I'm, SOM is just acting like a human ward at this point because he knows his team just wants to split and Java wants to cut any, uh, any, uh, any situation. In team fights as well, like um, they don't have any uh, proper tools to deal with the Ezreal. And if Jax and Akali are just ahead of the curve, they can just easily force eat. This was also very strange to me. I didn't understand uh, the reasoning uh, why Jackie Love decided to look to trade autos onto Angel here. So it's very, very strange. It's just a lot of absurdities, you know. Angel had a very, very good game for much better than Knights. With a lot of question marks. I'm trying to remember the moments. Because it's like, I, I associate my memory in, in, in games and how I watch games in, in, I associate memories with decisions, you know, like, like a decision that I can frame in, in, in the frame of a decision. But if it's like, if it's silly, someone getting caught, that doesn't register as well in, in, in my memory. Because when I review things, 
Like when I review things with players, like when I'm coaching with my players, like if they int it, I don't, I, I don't put, spend a lot of time on that. It's like, oh, you inted here. They know already they inted. I, I want to move on to the nitty gritty, you know? The fact that Bin survived this was so huge. And then Castle is just dashing forward. Like Castle was really hungry for blood. Like he's just dashing forward and, and messing stuff up. And then we had the nicest Javan ultimate I've seen in a very long time. It's a very, very juicy Javan ult. Look at that, man. SFM just diving in. And then where did Yuyanja actually eat? So why, why didn't Yuyanja eat? Because Yuyanja is refusing to eat. And then he's like, it's just, it's just terrible. It's, it's such a surprise to see how Top Esports are playing. Like, oh, of course, Suning are playing super well. Like this Javano was fucking juicy. Uh, been backing off, good Leona ultimate to land. And then uh, the, the follow-up, very, very nice. But there's a lot of dirty, dirty dancing in this one. Let's be honest. Who do you think performed better, Castle or SFM? SFM played way better than Castle. Castle had a good game four or a decent game four, but other than that, no man. They're good observers, by the way. Look at this. We're watching, we're watching the game, and look at the observers. They're like, didn't they didn't sh show us uh, Graves dying, which is going to decide uh, the Nash situation. <laughs> and look at Angel's E direction. That's pretty troll. He throws his E in this direction, like he wants to E in, but uh, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's kind of weird, no? That the team that got the first three drakes uh, just lost. <laughs> it's very, very odd. Casa's game two was not good, honestly. Like the, the first 15 minutes of the game were terrible, but he recovered nice with the Huang Fang uh, kick, for sure. I think the next big thing that happens is just Jackie Love getting caught in mid. Uh, and then here, uh, like Sword Art dying is pretty huge because it denies uh, the Nash. Because I think here Suning can actually open some inhibs on it. But the key thing is, Top Esports have a lot of time to play with. You know, they can wait for the Deathcap of Oriana. They can be just like, we wait for Deathcap Oriana. If we defend this Nash, we are good. Elder Drake is so far from being real here. Elder Drake is not, uh, is not alive. The enemy gets a Cloud Drake, who fucking cares?
It's legit 35 minutes into the game and Oriana doesn't have uh, anything to show for it. Here I actually thought, here I, miss, I didn't understand why Suning didn't like commit to their decision. Because Angel is like, I don't want to do this. Because SFM is going for the cancel, like SFM flashed here, they're committing. But Angel is just dancing around the base. Look at Angel, he's dancing around the base, not sure what he's doing, while his buddy Huang Fang is like, yo, we called to end. Javan suicide of us. Now probably they couldn't have ended. But it's kind of weird what, what Angel is doing here. And then 369, look at him. He cues and E's. Look at that, he doesn't even get the knockup. Mad. Yeah, probably they couldn't have ended. I just want to make that clear. I think ending was not really on the agenda. Ending was not a thing. But I think, you know, when Suning got Nash, super winning position, uh, Akali, how fed he is, Jax, how fed he is, uh, so, so winning. I just want to make that clear. I think when they had Nash, they could have also just looked to, to pressure end. Angel buying Rello, yeah, game one, you mean? I mean, game uh, game he played Zoe. I don't, I don't remember which game it was. Does Akali scale or not? Yeah, she scales. She scales pretty well. I think uh, like we we can we can summarize Suning and their weaknesses. I think Suning. Like already here, I think Suning could have started Nash. Like already here, you can start Nash. Like Oriana doesn't have TP. It's hiding behind her exhaust. They can, they can legit just start Nash. Like Oriana's bot with, with uh, Exhaust and she needs to use it on Jax. And uh, Jax should just run it. Like Jax, they need so many people to kill Jax. Like Jax can just walk with the super minions into the base and they just start Nash. But sure, you don't need to start Nash if Top Esports are going to do things like this. Look at Top Esports here. They're just face checking the bush here. This is mad. This is so, so mad. And it's even madder that it almost worked.
it almost worked. But here comes the Kali, guys. Here comes the Kali. And the E onto the Shroud. Very, very good. Into Zam. Into the E back. Very good. I think if Yukai is a fourth pick here for top esports, they, they won't draft. And then the final portion. Yeah, this turn really, really went out of... In LS stream, you said there's going to be a game five after draft. Yeah, I thought so. I genuinely thought so. And it wasn't an LS stream. It was an Owl Dominate stream. I didn't think Jax and Javan are good to pick like this. I don't mind being wrong, really. I don't care about being wrong. This is a channel where I am very willing to admit I'm wrong. Suning just heavily outperformed them individually. Really. This is Final Fight. I think that the item gap is just too big. Quan Feng also played this really, really nice. The QSS into E wave, Orn, Orn E, positioning super, super well. The Ezreal shaves everybody, and then Jax just comes in to clean up. Like, so FM didn't even need to do anything. Big Smurf. All right. Well, in summary, guys, I know this has been all over the place. Just like the series, I guess. Uh, this, I, I just think Suning outperformed individually. Really, that's what it comes down to. There were so many individual mistakes and lanes phases that should have been won. Uh, so many mistakes uh, that um, are unacceptable in the semi-finals. Uh, Suning uh, deserved to win. Don't get me wrong. They deserve to win 100%. Played much better. Uh, Suning much, much better. And uh, Tobis was had a very, very weird tournament run. JDG also very weird tournament run. I think they massively underperformed. Really, they massively underperformed. And Suning is continuing their story of, um, of growth which I think is very admirable, and I think Suning is is super cool to watch. I think Suning, uh, like even in the group stage, they dominated G2 
I think three games. I think even though, even though they uh, they lost to uh, even though they dropped one game, like that game was super winning for the, for for Suning. And I think it's just one of the issues that Suning has as a team. Suning, when it comes to like closing out games, has been very very sloppy. It's like Damwon, Damwon when they're ahead, it's like the game is just fucking over and done. Sooning when they're ahead, it's kind of a little bit all over the place. It's it's really, really really all over the place. Like even in this game, it's all over the place, right? And Sooning are doing some cool shit uh, as individuals. I think Huang Fong and and Bin are amazing. I think Angel had a wonderful game four, uh, but. But looking at Suning's trends, like the game, the game against G2 where Ben did the barrel business, that's like the best example. They're like 10k gold ahead. They had Nash. They were pushing Nexus. They were doing like they were doing mad bits. The game was fucking over and done. And uh, the game just went on for over and over and over. Like it took so long for them to, you know. Uh, actually finished that game and at the end G2 because Senna had 180 souls or something really absurd uh, they actually had a chance to win that game and then Ben is like oh barrel magic baby and um, I think that's the story of Suning <laughs> Lama with a 5k lead is is just that uh, you know no chance uh, I think the people that are saying in chat that G2 is better than Suning I think is, is, is I think that's wrong I think that's wrong. In terms of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are watching these for predictions. I'm leaning heavily towards Dam one, but I'm going to take some time to think about it. I think it's intriguing that uh, both Suning and Dam one started playing much better when there were no crowds. No crowds involved, and all of a sudden, uh, Suning and uh, and Damwon play much better. I'm not saying there's a correlation, right? I'm not saying it it is tied to each other at all. I'm really not. But it's something that is fun to to think about, right? In terms of the details of the nitty gritty and the matchup, just like always, we're going to uh, run that down in um, the future uh, in this week. So it's going to be fun. I don't know yet if I'm going to be on the analyst desk, but uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, forgive me for, a, for su such a messy video. Very messy video. Disaster of a video. Uh, bless you and bless your face. <laughs>